This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It's kind of a humanity. If you don't have this sense of a humanity, you cannot be working with NGO. So it depends about your, uh, your objective, your personality and your needs. Sometimes, like, there is something that attracts you to do something. You cannot, like, close your eyes and just run away. I knew I should have stopped at one point, but I just felt like, no, we keep fighting. Like, this is what we're here for. Like, we keep doing it. We can't lose this guy. Good afternoon, this is Front Row on The Bigger Picture and I'm Juliet Jacobs. Doctors Without Borders or MSF will host its very first film screening of the 2020 documentary Selfish that offers a rare and moving glimpse into the lives of 40 humanitarian workers. The film, which is about humanitarian workers' commitment to other people, also explores the question of their selfishness in choosing to do this kind of work. So I'm going to explore what the film is about and what went into making it with Laurence Onique, one of of the film's co-directors and she's also the head of the creative content unit at MSF Switzerland and she joins me all the way from Geneva today. Welcome, how are you today? Hello, uh, thank you, I'm very well. Thanks to uh, invite me. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me today. So I think, can we get to know you a little bit better? Um, maybe we can start off uh, by uh, you sharing with us how you got involved with the work of M uh, at MSF in the first place. Um, so you should know that since I was really young, I always wanted to work for MSF. So I studied to be able to go on the field uh, with MSF one day. So after a master degree in economics and a master uh, in humanitarian projects, I went to Burundi for the first time and at the age of 23. So I, I was quite young. Um, I did several missions with MSF but also with other organizations. Um, I did mission with uh, the Red Cross, with the United Nations Volunteer, um, which reinforced my attachment to MSF. So um, then I worked for the um, TV unit of UNDP, um, and that's where I developed my interest and skill in audiovisual communication. And I returned to MSF to set up the MSF audiovisual unit. So um, at the beginning, I was the only one shooting in the field, making films, taking picture, editing. And 15 years later, we are now a team of seven persons. That's awesome. And it's really important to have, um, you know, also visual footage and, and audio footage of, you know, the, the work that goes behind uh, uh, MSF, isn't it? And can you tell me a little bit more about your role as the head of the creative content unit? Uh, how exactly would you describe your work? Um, yeah, the, the unit term is to produce all content for communication and also for fundraising. So um, in the team, there is different people. There is French and German speaking editor to write um, things like the annual report, the magazine for donors. And there is also two person who produce only photo and video content, who film and edit. And there is also a graphic designer and illustrator. So my role is to make sure that this team work together efficiently and effectively. But above all, I think it's to, um, to imagine, to realize a high visibility project um, such at the production of the 52-minute film, um, that's uh, the documentary that we are going to talk about today. 
Okay, all right. Well, we'll get to that shortly. But uh, Laurence, if you can just tell me a little bit about, you know, what intrigues you, I suppose, about, you know, the work in, in conflict and disaster prone areas, you know, what is it that, um, yeah, what is it that fascinates you? I mean, am I right in saying it fascinates you? What is it that interests you about these places? Yeah, I think it's it's intriguing to understand why all the MSA volunteers are willing to take such risks to save the lives of people they do not know. I think I'm, I'm, I'm not the only one. Um, I have often been asked what I'm willing to put myself at risk for people I don't know. Um, and sometimes I ask myself too. Uh, it's, the question is quite difficult to um, to reply. Okay, I understand. It, it's just something, right? It's almost like a calling, isn't it? Yeah, okay. exactly. All right. Well, let's talk about the film now, which I think, you know, gives us an inside view into to everything that happens, you know, for MSF workers. Uh, maybe for those who are not familiar, uh, can you tell me how the idea for the film Selfish actually came about? Um, I will start with a, a personal story and after I exp- maybe explain the MSF perspective. Um, when my son was five years old, I, I have two children. Um, the teacher asked him, you know, what your mother is doing for, for, for a living. Mm-hmm. They always ask this at school. And he replied that um, his mother w- went often t- um, to Africa to give food to children and left him alone. And he was often angry. So, and if you see my son, you will understand that, that he's not malnourished at all. Huh? <laughs> but, um, this made me think. And... Um, um, and with Kerif, um, one of the AV managers of my unit, I wanted to talk about uh, our families, both parents, children, how they perceive our experience on, on humanitarian commitments. And um, at an MSF perspective, this documentary we want to do, it's because I think it was a very sensitive subject, such as commitment and the difficulty of linking it to our person of life. So um, we, um, yeah, it, it was it's the difficult these difficult things to to link our commitment and our personal life and to see our uh, our family uh, see our commitment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because and I think those are themes that come out in the film, isn't it? Yes, you're being very selfless, uh, going out and helping others. But what about your family? What about you know the people that you left at home? Isn't it? it, it does that make you selfish in their eyes? But but let's get to that. Um, and talk to me about the team behind the film. So as I mentioned in the in the introduction, you're one of the co-directors, and I believe there's four of you. Yeah, exactly. So um, the film team is on one hand, so there is my team of the creative content unit, and especially Pierre-Yves Bernard, the other person from MSF. And on the other hand, there is Stéphane Santini and Géraldine Entré, a two film directors with uh, whom we have worked for years. And um, for us, it was important that this film was a co-production and to have the external view of our our organization and to give the possibility of the film to be broadcast on TV. We we didn't want to make an institutional film that would uh, end up on our shelves. We want this film to be broadcast and to be seen by a lot of person. Okay. All right. And um, so that's the team behind the film. And and you and your collaborators, you were all quite united uh, in, in talking, in making a film about humanitarian engagement and what it entails as the central theme, right? Why was that? Because 
Mainly documentaries on humanitarian wars often focus on specific contexts, crisis, region, but really um, rally on humanitarian uh, on humanitarian workers themselves. It is also um, uh, reportage and not documentaries that tell the reality of the population it's by crisis. But it was important to give a voice to humanitarian workers, but also to their loved one, to better understand their commitments and the mechanisms that push people to go on mission. You know, all humanitarians have already thought uh, about their commitment. Why do I leave? Uh, why do I take this risk? All these questions are rarely shared and expressed, so we wanted to address them. Okay. All right. And um, the film itself, uh, it's called Selfish. Uh, can you explain why, you know, you went with that title? Yeah, it, it's true that giving um, a film about humanitarian, uh, humanitarian commitment, such a title, can be seen as a provocation, mm -hmm. uh, but it's not. <laughs> um, the title came became obvious as the film was written at the first interview, um, um, you know, selfish means thinking only of oneself. You know, listen only to yourself and go to help others. Not li listening to advice of others that, you know, are maybe too cautious and too dissuasive. Um, Sometimes, um, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult to, to listen only to yourself, but I think people are not selfish, but the process can be selfish. For other, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that, that's interesting, isn't it? And and these are the things; these are the themes that come out uh, in the film, right? It it I guess um, only listening to oneself in order to help others could be perceived by some as an egotistical sort of like decision, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I was reading that the film is different in the way that it is both structured and written. Uh, and this is, and in that it is composed of interviews uh, conducted out of the spotlight and away from the action. I mean, tell me how, you know, how you've uh, put the film together. Yeah, it's, it's a really strange documentary because there is more than 70 interview. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, normally in documentary, you have, three or four men person, but in this one, there is a lot of person that uh, are interviewed. Uh, um, and a large part of this interview have been done on the, in the field, in the earth of our project. But we also done um, some interview um, in, in headquarters in Geneva to benefit uh, from expertise for, uh, from person here, working here. Mm. Okay. Um, talk to me a little bit about the people that we will meet. So you mentioned many, many interviews were done. Uh, who are some of the characters we will meet? Who? Uh, what are some of their stories? I think one of the most memorable moments one uh, was in South Sudan uh, with the interview of Zibon. We went there to interview him, and we also interview his family, his mother, and uh, and also his brother. And it was really uh, moving. Um, and to witness how proud they were of his choice to become a humanitarian working over from uh, from his home. So th this was a really uh, an important moment uh, for me during uh, during an interview. Mm. Okay, all right. And I understand that there's also um, you know footage from the field, right? Can you tell me about some of the places that were visited uh, to make this documentary? 
Yeah, of course. The, the shooting took place in eight different places. So Belgium, Cameroon, France, Germany, uh, Lebanon, South Sudan, Switzerland, and Tanzania. So uh, it was a quite complicated shooting. Yeah, I can imagine. And and you and the idea first came about in 2017, right? So it's been a long. It was a long time in the making. Am I correct? Yeah, uh, the shooting starts in uh, November 18, and it ends two years after. And uh, we we launched in, in March uh, 2020. So just um, the first day of uh, of course. <laughs> that when, Everything stopped, so it was not um, a good idea. But like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, life is like that, isn't it? Um, yeah. And and I mean that must have been very challenging. But what were some of the other challenging features, you know, of of the whole project and the whole process of making this, you know, for you especially? I think the most challenging thing was to convince our out of mission to welcome the film crew because um, we are considered uh, as a communication crew, not as a priority staff, you know, that mm-hmm. means that we're not going on the field to save lives. So it's, it was complicated to convince them to, uh, to, uh, uh, to go on the field. And after concerning the participants, the challenge was not only to select them, it was uh, um, to convince them to express their feeling in front of a camera. You know, um, I think it's not easy for them uh, to, to talk about themselves. Instead, to talk about other, about patients, where feels humanitarian are used to talk about other, about people they help. But they are really, really um, used to talk about themselves. Okay. They're very shy, isn't it? They feel like, you know, that's not something, that's not the focus. You know, the focus should be on the issue, not on themselves, right? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. And um, so the film, as you mentioned, you know, was supposed to have come out. It came out in March 2020, of course, when, you know, everything went to chaos around the world. But what was the reception like, you know, um, any any particular response, you know, to the film that stood out for you? Um. I think people are really moved and touched when when they when they see the film and all the story, um, and um, and the thing that a lot of humanitarian workers and relative they they are able to recognize themselves in all the testimony. So um, at the end of the film, um, uh, sometimes it's it's a bit quiet for one or two minutes, uh, and after people start uh, start talking. But um, yeah, uh, it's it's a nice moment. The end of the film. Okay, so it's it's quite. I'm I'm guessing there's also quite a lot of. Uh, am I right in saying there's some disturbing footage? You know, it might be quite confronting some of the things that are shown in the film. Um, I think that what people are saying can be can be confronting, but not the images. I think okay. we, we try it to put um, images that are, are, are okay for the patient, are also for MSF, and we were. Um, yeah, it was really important for that this thing. Uh, have not complicated images and can be viewed by, by a lot of person, even children. Okay, all right. So, so safe for I mean, not safe, but um, anyone can come watch it, right? There's no age limit or anything like that. Yeah, before twelve years old, it's quite complicated because the, the thematic is complicated. Mm-hmm. And uh, but for the images, no, I think it's okay. Okay, no, all right. Um, okay, okay, excellent. And and you know what. You know, having made this film, having done all those interviews and and putting it all together, what was something that uh, was a great? What was your greatest takeaway? You know, from from the film, from making it, from everything that you know went into making it. Yeah, uh, an amazing human experience. 
experience <laughs> with mm -hmm. my team, with with all the person we we um, we uh, we met on, on the field with all the interview. You know, it's quite complicated because most of the interview we did, um, it's it's of colleague on the field or, or a colleague that uh, are working here in headquarters. I know them a lot. Uh, you know, they are friends. But sometimes when you do an interview, they're going to, to tell you a story that they will never talk to you before. Mm -hmm. And they're going to uh, to talk about things that maybe were, you know, that they, they never talked to anyone. So it's, it was, uh, uh, yeah, an amazing human experience with all this, uh, this humanitarian person. Okay. All right. And, you know, for, for anyone who's coming to watch the film for the first time, hopefully, you know, next week in KL when it's being screened, um, what do you hope that they will take away from it? We hope that people will get rid of the idea of, you know, humanitarian heroes, you know, that uh, and that they will better understand the power of commitment. You know, the, the film was met with um, by interviewing 40 humanitarians, and we wanted a lot of diversity to break down stereotypes. Um, because a humanitarian is not just, you know, a white human, a European man with no family um, uh, who goes to help uh, people in Africa or in the Middle East. You know, in this film, there is many different nationality and many different backgrounds. Um, and so we wanted to break down these stereotypes. And, um, and what's... I think what I hope, and uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sure it works, that I hope that this thing will create vocation and, and that's, that maybe more people would like to go uh, and to work for MSF and to go on the fields. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, you know, for, for joining me today. Um, and of course, the film is going to be screened next week here in Kuala Lumpur on the 19th and 20th of August at GSE Mid Valley uh, in Kuala Lumpur. Screening time is 7 p.m. on Friday the 19th and at 2 and 4 p.m. on Saturday the 20th. And the movie screening will be followed by a panel discussion with experienced field workers from MSF. Admission is free to members of the public who register online at doctorswithoutborders-APAC. That's apac.org. Uh, and if you'd like some more info, you can just uh, email info at seeap.msf.org for more information too. My thanks again to you, Laurence, for joining me today. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot for the interview. If you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always download the podcast at bfm.my slash front dash row, or you can find it on the BFM app. This has been Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.